and gentlemen, welcome to Dudes with Daughters. My name is Adam Ballard, and this is a weekly podcast about raising kids, and uh, we're drowning in them right now. So let me introduce my co-host, uh, Chris McBroom. Chris, how are you doing? Man, I'm good, Adam. How are you? Doing great, man. Like, right before we started recording, you, you hit things off with a positive note. Y'all got some good stuff happening. Yeah, like on the child front, um, I mean, it's like a drum roll situation, and he... Marley has successfully pooped in the potty three times awesome. and peed in the potty twice since Saturday. Dude, that's all right. That's and it's her decision. Like we suck at it, we forget to like put her on there, mm-hmm. and she's like, she screams out, "I gotta poop!" Nice. And nice, we nice, take nice. her to the potty, and she drops a deuce. All right. Well, we're we're coming into this territory. We're gonna be potty training soon, but like. Um what are you guys doing to like reinforce her good behavior? Uh, it would give her a treat. And luckily this week we had like mini cupcakes. So those are working like for right now. Nice. Yeah. Um, but I got to go buy like a legit bag. I'm going to get like a good bag of candy, like with the Kit Kat and the Reese's. Like yeah. not, not the bunk candy. Yeah. Not like the candy jar at your grandparents' house. It's no, like, like the legit. strawberry. Like they don't even have a name. It's just like. Strawberry. Those candies are good. Though. I mean, they're good, they're like, but you know, you only see them at your grandma's. <laughs> that is true. How do they? Where do they get them? Nobody ever buys them. They just show up there. So, so yeah, we're gonna get some legit candy and gonna reinforce it. But we don't even know how it's happening. Like, she'll just tell us she has to go, and we put her on there. So we're gonna buy pull-ups today because we're wasting diapers. Man, that's exciting, dude! Like more power to y'all. That's awesome. Uh, when Chris came in, uh, he was like, man, I got some good news. <laughs> I was like, is Sarah having another baby? I was like, oh. She said something. And, you know, I'm, I'm still, I haven't scheduled my vasectomy, uh, which she told me I'm not getting in it until I schedule it. So I got to get that done. I need to do that today. <laughs> but she made the comment about being pregnant. I was like, if you're pregnant, something's up. Yeah. Like something is up because yeah. I hadn't been near that thing in like two months. <laughs> you got a side dude somewhere. So. Something is up. Like you're telling me I can't get in it but somehow somebody else is getting in it. Like, is that a term like you know everybody always like rappers they refer to their side chicks. Like do chicks have side dicks? Is that what it is? Oh like, yeah. That's a good play on words. That is a I'm good sorry. term. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. yeah. I feel I know some hoes with some side dicks. <laughs> Well, that's what's up. Uh, I guess it's not nearly as cool as potty training, but with Zoe, um, it's cool from like a learning standpoint that she can open doors now, like every door. Like she can get outside if she wants to. So almost every door in the house right now has the uh, like the spin safety knobs on them. So see, we only put the safety knob on one door, and that's like the hot water heater door. Yeah, every other door like spree game. And our knob, our door knob for our front door, mm-hmm. used to open. Like, if it was locked, the inside would still open. Yeah. It was tricky. So, you never knew if you didn't lock the deadbolt, like, she could just pull it and walk out. And my nephew, Blake, exited the house for, like, five minutes. Yeah. And he's a month older than Marley. Ugh. And they found him in the ditch playing. Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we had to put new doorknobs in just to stop that from happening. So, now we have one that you can tell it's locked from the inside. Well, it's funny. Like, we have a front door and a back door. And that's pretty much the only way to get outside. And so, we were like, all right, we just need two of these knobs. And then it's like, you know, you're trying to take a dump. And she can, like, full on open the door now. So, you're like, all right, we need two more oh, of these. I've like, already gave in. Like, that was one thing that, you know, so with me and Sarah, we've been together so long that like nothing is sacred, nothing is private except dump time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anytime we're taking a dump, like that's our time. Well, I never lock the door because she knows if the door is shut, yeah. don't come in. It's going down. Yeah, yeah, don't come in. Like I'll shower with the door open, I'll bathe with the door open, but if I'm taking a dump, the door's closed. <laughs> private time. 
Marley does not care. Yeah. She will open the door and come sit on the squatty potty beside me, like up against me while I'm taking a dump, and have a conversation with me. And it's the most awkward thing because you can't get up and shut the door because you're taking a dump. (laughs) Sometimes she'll leave and close the door behind her. Sometimes she just runs out. and So I'm just sitting there like wide open. It's like I was shot in the middle of the field and I can't go anywhere. I'm just like (laughs) dead in the water. Taking a dump, sitting there by myself. It's just the most awkward thing ever. Oh, that's awful. Well, we've been talking about Marley, but uh, how's Lucy doing? Like, She's still alive. She, yeah, um, good deal. She, you know, she just like eats and poops and sometimes cries. Isn't it weird looking back on like your first month with Marley and just how stressful it was? And, and this is nothing. Yeah. This yeah, is like yeah, so, so laid back. It's so easy. And mm-hmm. I just want to, like, we would sit there and watch her breathe. Yeah. Marley. And with this one, like... We went and had dinner the other night, and she was in her car seat and on the other side of the room for like an hour. Yeah, exactly. And so. I felt bad, and I went and moved her closer to us. Like, And it's one of those things, too. Like, we, anytime we have a new parent on the show, we try to tell them that, like, uh, you know, hey, the first one, you know, it's like all they do is sleep like 20 hours out of the day. Don't stress it. They're fine. And uh, But you just can't tell anybody that. Like, I feel like you have to go through yeah. it. So. Yeah, you know, like, we... Didn't take newborn pictures with her. Like we, <laughs> it's just like so many things that we're just not doing. She doesn't get dressed up as cute. She yeah. just rocks a onesie. Like you know, it's just so much is different, and it's not because it's it's more like we thought we had to do these things. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, you, and yeah. you really didn't. And, well, there's that, but like we're you know we got miles coming in two months now. So uh, like with a little boy, like. Kelly's excited, but it's not like little girl excited. Like yeah. she's not shopping for super cute clothes and stuff. She's like, oh, it's just a boy. Like they don't. Wear but you know what makes me pisses me off? Like I go in Target and Sarah's like, "Oh my god, this is so cute! Looking for a little girl." And I'm seeing these like three piece suits yeah. for little yeah, boys yeah. with bow ties, and I'm like, Fuck, "Like that's adorable! Like <laughs> exactly. like that is so that is way cuter than any of this girl crap. Like why don't they make this for grown ass men? Like <laughs> why don't they make three piece suits already put together I like know, that? I need a forty dollars suit from Target. You just buy it off the rack, like ready to go. I'm gonna wear this out. <laughs> so. Yeah, like I mean, it's legit. I went shopping for Chase's Easter clothes one year, and I forget what I bought him, but it was like sixty dollars, and it was the total suit, everything but the shoes. I mean, it was everything you needed. I think it was suspenders and a bow tie. I mean, it was just like perfectly matched up. Yeah, nice. Nice, nice, nice. And I, I mean, I have trouble finding a pair of pants I like. I'm a, I'm trying to do better with Zoe. Like, we go to town just about every day to do something. Like, our normal routine is we go play at the playground at North Monroe one day. Um, we go to the mall, and I let her run wild in there one day. And, uh, we, like, this morning before you came over, we uh, went to Forsyth and had a big time over there, so... We've got, like, our places outside we can go. And uh, I'm trying to dress her cuter versus just, you know, people like, oh, you can tell Dad dressed her this morning. Yeah. That's the comment you get a lot. But uh, even this morning, she has, like, a really cute dress on. And Kelly's like, mm, that could stand to be ironed. But, like, she's out with that. Yeah, so. even if I try, it's not good enough. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's why when Sarah's gone, Marley turns into Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> that way, like, I can just dress her like a boy and nobody cares. Man, I had the full reversal of, like, we got the boy comments for Zoe for so long because she didn't have any hair. This morning at Forsyth, uh, we were pushing Zoe in the swing. Uh, this lady's swinging her kid beside us, a uh, cute little black kid. And uh, I was like, oh, how old is she? He goes, oh, he's a boy. So this dude had, like, a ponytail, you know, and he was, like, 18 months old. And I was like, well, I mean, I apologize immediately. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like... 
we got it the other way the whole time. <laughs> so. I mean, that's all right. Our, our pediatrician called Marley a boy one time. <laughs> yeah. Like, how's he doing? And Sarah's like, well, he's a girl, and <laughs> yep, yep. she's a year old. Like, you've seen her like 10 times. Exactly. But, and, I mean, she was naked and sitting in her diaper. Like, you know, pretty much everything was covered. So, I could see how we can do that. It happens, yeah. You see kids 24 hours a day, so what is. Uh, you mentioned Chase a while ago. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for, t- for telling this story, but it's a good one. Go ahead. Um, my nephew, Valen. So we go down to Ward 5 every Wednesday and spend the day with my mom. And uh, she's raising Valen and Avery, two of her grandkids. Like She's done an amazing job at it. But uh, she was like, Adam, I need to talk to you about Valen. I was like, all right, that's cool, whatever. She was like, I want you to take a look at this. She pulls out her phone and she pulls up her Google search history. And uh, there's searches for things... Along the lines of naked girls, but uh, it was like spelled wrong. It was like N E K I T. <laughs> so it's like naked girls or whatever. She was like, she's like, there's nothing wrong with this. It's perfectly natural, but I just don't have to talk to him about it. Uh, Mom, she never had to talk with me growing up. Like, I literally figured it out on my own. <laughs> so, uh, so I didn't have the full blown talk with Valen, but I sat him down. I was like, all right, dude, I need to talk to you about Nana's phone. He's like, yeah, what's up? It's like, anything you look at on there, everyone can see. Not just me, not just Nana. You don't have to talk with him. You just, like, you've had this talk with him before. Like, hey, if you're going to do something. Don't do it on Nana's phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've had this same conversation with him. A little dude, like, I don't know Chase super well, but I feel like him and Valen are pretty similar. But, like, the second I was like, well, like, you know, somebody's been searching for naked girls on mom's phone. He was like, oh, I was looking at something else and all that came up on accident. And I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> I was like, no, you know. I was like, nah, you nah. specifically searched for and misspelled naked girls. <laughs> I, but what it all comes down to is I told him, I was like, there's like women, ladies, they are awesome. Like the, the female form, like all day long. Like I'm 31 years old, married, and I still get excited when I see a boob. Like, so there's nothing wrong with that. Hell yeah. Looking at it on Nana's phone, I was like, not so much. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, man, just imagine if we had technology back then. Seriously. God, like, the kids don't know how good they got it. I had to find, like, magazines under an overpass. And you something. had to steal them and, like, hide them away. Like, yeah. yeah, and you could tell they'd been, like, out in the elements, rained in the sun. like so. Man, like, I found one in my grandpa's shop one time, and it was, like, from back in the day. And I'm talking about monster bush, yeah. and it still worked. I'm talking, like... Like Bush hanging out the size of the draws, and it still did its job. It's man. amazing that those paper magazines lasted so <laughs> That was good paper back in the day. It was good paper back in the His day. His magazine could talk. Uh, well, I, you know, Chase, I don't think he's figured it out, because, um, which my mom had to talk with me. I think I was in second grade, because I was, I guess, figuring stuff out. Yeah. So I had to talk, and it was awkward, but, like, I understood going forward, and it kind of cleared up a lot of stuff. Um and it's like I tell a story like my friend Scott, when he was in third grade, broke sex on the bathroom window yeah. Yeah. or on the classroom window. Yeah. And then nobody knew what that word was. So he then taught everybody in his class. That's so funny. So he yeah. gave the, the <clears throat> you know, the, the talk to like 20 other kids. <laughs> and one of my girlfriends that I, you know, was with in high school and I'm still friends with, she even said like Scott gave me the talk like it was legit like he knew details that's so funny so yeah I, I was a, just being honest a super late bloomer to all that but the parents never one word about it the whole time so well see um Chase is into you know he's like obsessed with YouTube and stuff mm-hmm. he's doing like Nerf gun reviews and wanting to post them on YouTube yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it, like he's still like super geeked up about that and like stuff like that 
and reviewing these random things, and he he sucks at it, which he's seven. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand. Yeah. But I want to be like, you need to hold your camera a little more still. Yeah. yeah you yeah, need yeah. to stop saying, uh, which mm-hmm. I say like on the podcast a million times. I was saying here. Same here. But <clears throat> I don't think he searched out naked chicks yet. <laughs> well, but I'd be proud when he does. I know. But Valen, God bless him. It's like, I, I can't blame him for any of it, but not on Nana's fault. <laughs> yeah, be a little smarter than that. Oh, we'll get there. So. I, I did see his like altitude epic face plan. <laughs> yeah. So we went to a local trampoline place. It's just a warehouse full of trampolines, like uh, that you can jump around on, go crazy. This place is filled with kids, and uh, uh, Landon and Kate, my other niece and nephew, are fairly athletic. You know, they do a lot of sports stuff, and they could sprint to the top of the walls and stuff like that. And poor Valen, he just you know took it to the chin. <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. I mean, it, it was just face plant, like, and then he slid down, like, in defeat. But uh, as a guy who exercises all the time, like, ten minutes in there, I was wore the f out. Like, yeah, we went. I went with my nieces and Marley, and it wore me out. And I think we're going again today. How did Marley? Because <clears throat> people have been asking, us, like, are you going to take Zoe up there? And I'm like, I really don't know what she can do. No, she liked it. Um, she liked to run around more and just be crazy than she did jump. Sure. But I would jump like she would sit on the ground. I would bounce her around or I would hold her and jump. Okay. And we would jump together and she liked it. She obsessed with it. And she'll bail off into the foam pit, not scared at all. That's just awesome. like dive in like the greatest thing ever. And then she goes to the other side and won't come back. So then I had to get in and like, it's like, it's like gumbo mud walking through. Yeah, you you yeah, can't yeah. get around oh, it. It's hard. Yeah. So I had to get over there and get her and dig her out and come back over. I'm like having a heart attack by the time it's done. Well, these uh, foam pits that Chris is talking about are filled with like one foot cubes of uh, foam, you know, just tons of them. And Valen and Landon being my, the nerdy nephews they are, when we were over there, they were like, they quit jumping. They were like, this is like real life Minecraft. And they started just stacking blocks and building nice. stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we're going today though with the the Andrews clan. Nice, nice, that's nice. The two boys and maybe Stella. Very cool. Uh, like mom has a trampoline at her house, and Zoe always wants to get on it, but she wants me to hold her the entire time. She doesn't want to walk around. She doesn't want to bounce by herself. So it's just me holding her, like taking little baby jumps and stuff. So. Nah, you got to go flip. You got to like break <laughs> her in good. I was trying to do some stunt dunks uh, at that altitude. I was impressive. Point. I saw it. I, I had a few of them that I hit, but I was like, it all comes down to like the front flip. Like it's possible, but like it is the padding around each one of these trampolines is pretty solid. So it's like I can just see my neck or shins coming down on that. It's well, that's the one thing Marley really likes because it's always kids lined up to like dunk. Yeah, in the basketball. Yeah. So she always just runs in there and like interrupts it. I'm like, no, like you're not big enough for this one yet. Like get out of here. Let these kids do their thing. Uh, talking about kids interrupting stuff, uh, we went to the Children's Museum yesterday, the Northeast Louisiana Children's Museum, and, you know, had a big time, but I had to do my very first uh, leave my kid alone to another kid. Nice. Uh, so we were in, like, the baby area, the, like, one- to two-year-old area where it's just, like, foam blocks to stack and a finger-painting computer, like a touchscreen that you can draw on and stuff like that. It's like, six-year-old comes through there and... Uh, Zoe's finger painting and uh, he comes by and he's like hey hey quit stop it's like stop and he starts drawing she tries to press a button to change the color he's like no stop and I was like bro that's back <laughs> off dude he came on with the dad voice he's like bro it's like you need to calm down this is the baby area you don't even need to be over here and he like left defeated you know? uh, it's you the first him. time I had to pull it out though like, oh I did that back in the day one time we took Sarah's niece to Chuck E. Cheese in Alexandria mm-hmm. and there was like 800 kids and us yeah 
And there was this little boy who come over and we're playing like skee ball and she's like four or five. She's little, you know. We're playing skee ball and he's like taking the balls and throwing them. Yeah. And I'm like, stop, stop, stop. And after the third time I like grabbed him, I'm like, where are your parents? <laughs> so apparently they just like now you get the little dot, like if you bring a kid, you have to leave with a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good rule because they didn't have it back in the day. I, I didn't say anything at this trip, but the first experience I had with like a demon child, I'll call it, was at uh, North Monroe's uh playground or indoor playground yeah. uh, Zoe was sitting at the top of an incline that she had climbed up so it's like 45 degree angle of foam pads and she climbed to the top and was just sitting up there and this little boy came up behind her and he just kind of shoved her he didn't shove her off but it was just like he was testing her he was like alright that wasn't hard enough so he waited a few seconds looked around to make sure no one was watching and he pushed her a little harder I was like this is I listen to a lot of murder podcasts and like all these things add up I'm like alright this, this is the serial killer this is the sign yeah, yeah. So. The three things on, like, I'm just going to plug it right now. My favorite murder is one of my favorite podcasts ever, but it's just two female comedians talking about murders, and they're hilarious. But stories are awful. The ladies are hilarious, so it all balances out. But uh, it's like three signs that you're a serial killer. It's like bedwetting is an early sign of sexual abuse. Not in all cases. Like, uh, my brother was a bedwetter. And I he, was a bedwetter. Yeah, yeah. There's so, the diabetes. Yeah, so uh, it's not 100%. Uh, torturing animals, obviously. Oh, yeah. And uh, head trauma is a big one. So, like, anytime I see Zoe, like, hit her head, I'm like, that's it. That's like, it. Me and Kelly are getting murdered in our sleep. So, you know, so. she'll be sticking forks in, in Gucci's butthole. Uh, that's it, too, son. Yeah. Well, so my dad had, like, a prostate biopsy this week. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, his levels were not real high, but they went ahead and did one anyways mm-hmm. because he was in Vietnam and the whole Agent Orange thing. Yeah. So, I asked him, I call and I was like, you know, how did it go? And he said, well, you know, I like walk in and they tell me to take my pants off and they dim the lights. And I was like, well, they trying to set the, mood. set the mood. And he was like, I, I don't really know. He said it was weird. And I thought they'd give me something, but they didn't. You know, it was like they just went like straight in raw. Wow. And I said, well, I said, uh, well, <laughs> I said, uh, well, how did it feel? And he goes, well, I'm, you know, like I took my pants off. And I asked the doctor, I said, where do I set these? And he said, over there on the floor by mine. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, you're not taking this serious at all. You're not taking this serious at all. So I got nothing out of him. Yeah. You know, it was all jokes. And then he, he called me the next day and he said, you know, they told me like, um, for the next week, my ejaculations may be bloody. I just want to let you know that I worked them all out today. Great. Like everything's back to normal. <laughs> So I got nothing from him. I have no idea how it went. I have no idea how horrible it was. Yeah. Well, how far out? Like, is 40 where you start with those? Or? I, I don't know. He's, I don't know. No, this, this wasn't like a finger. This was like they took a thing oh, and like pulled like tissue off of his prostate to send it off to get samples Jesus, done. Right. So this was like a, like a, some kind of metal like arm up his butt with like little alligator clips that we're tearing flesh out. It's like a good time. <laughs> it sounds like awesome. sounds like a party. He, I mean, <laughs> to hear him explain it, it was a good time. If you like, like anal rape. <laughs> <laughs> this is a complete one eighty. But uh, we were talking about Valen while ago, and like we were swimming into a family member's house in Ward Five like two weeks ago. And this is just painting a picture of what kind of a kid Valen is. Uh, the plan was for us to cook a pizza over there, and that's what we we're going to have for lunch. So our cousin Melissa, she comes out with an armful of pool, pool noodles. And she goes, who wants noodles? And Valen goes, I thought we were having pizza. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, God bless America. <laughs> That's great. That is great. No, uh, 
other than that, like, uh, Zoe's doing good right now. Like, Kelly, she's, uh, Kelly's on this kick. I'm just going to call her out here right now. We're like, she's talking about after the baby. Like, her plan is to get ripped. Like, she's, she's throwing it out there. She's going, that probably chubs you up pretty hardcore. I'm a, I'm a fan. Like, you know, especially like if we can work out together, that'd be awesome. But like, uh, She's she, she talks about it nonstop, so I'm I'm putting it out on the internet. Y'all hold her to this, like she's like eating Captain Crunch donut bites or whatever they are. It's oh, like that sounds delicious. That, they're awesome, but yeah, you know, she's like, yeah, it's like I'm just going crazy now. But like when baby's here, when it's like, over. I'm gonna... <laughs> That's like my you know, my wife yesterday. I think it was was complaining because none of her clothes fit, and you know she just had a baby. I'm like, we well, need to do something about that. I meant. Go buy some new clothes. Yeah. <laughs> she immediately thought I meant you need to lose some weight. Sure. And she's angry at me and I don't know why. <laughs> and I don't know why. I'm thinking like, you know, like you should go to Target today. You know? And then she like slowly realizes I meant buy a new wardrobe. Yeah, treat yourself. Like I'm not that, per- I mean, I'm not in shape. But apparently she's like the same weight except her body changed. Yeah. So stuff doesn't fit right. So she, she wears a lot. Like today she was... We're going to the altitude, and she's like, where's my exercise pants? All my exercise pants are dirty. Where are my exercise pants? I'm like, it sounds like you've been exercising a lot here lately. And she goes, was that a joke? And I was like, kind of, <laughs> kind of. I, I just meant you wear your stretchy pants a lot. I was trying to, like, make it sound like you exercise a lot. If I, you wear your- I actually can't remember if we talked about this, but, like, uh, the first time Kelly was pregnant, like, I was kind of weird, like, the closer it got to baby time about, like, you know, lovemaking and whatnot, you know, I was like, I just don't know. Like, and we've made plenty of jokes about, like, the baby grabbing it or bumping into it and all that jazz. But, like, uh, this go-around, it's like, all of that hesitation is gone. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> so, the, this, that was my, like, she's like, you know, s- sex makes the baby come. I'm like, well, let's let's get that baby out <laughs> exactly. of there. Like, let's let's open the September baby. Like, um, Yeah. But I'm still on that, like, six weeks, no sex. And then she told me, if you don't get your vasectomy, like, you're still not getting it after that. (laughs) And so then... What's your downtime after that? Well, see, that's what she said. She's like, you know it's like six weeks before you can have sex again. Then I panic. I'm like, why didn't I time this better? Exactly. It's it's like a week. Okay. It's like a week. So I I still got a little bit of time. So as soon as the baby's out and clear, I would have been like, all right, you know, you just climb up on the table next I should have got it done like a couple (laughs) days before. (laughs) Yeah, let's go ahead and clear. I don't want to interrupt anything. No. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that six weeks being up, so to to say the least. That six weeks is horrible. Kelly. (laughs) I'm like, just like. Can we do everything but sex? And she's like, no, we're doing nothing. If I can't get it, you that, can't get it. That dies with engagement. It's like even when she's not pregnant, and it's just like that time of the month. She's like, well, you know, I'm kind of broke right now. And I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> My shit still works. Come on, girl. Uh, life's hard. Life's hard. But, uh, okay, so every night, are you guys still piling up in the bed together? Oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, it's. It's it's pretty horrible. Does Lucy sleep pretty good? Or? Uh, she, you know, she sleeps in the thing beside the bed, but That's she right. she just whines. Yeah. So I don't hear it. I don't wake up. So mm-hmm. I wake up to an angry Sarah because she handles all the feeding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Marley would scream like bloody murder and sure. it would wake me up. Yeah. But Lucy just kind of whimpers and doesn't make a lot of noise. It's Marley, like this morning when she was getting fed at 530, I got up to go pee and... 
Marley is like attached to me when we sleep. Yeah. So when I left, she woke up screaming. Oh, yeah. And was pretty. Have they woke each other up yet? Or Pretty much Lucy wakes Marley up. Uh, Marley does it. She sleeps pretty hard. No, right. So she wakes her up, if anything. But she's easy to go back down. That's cool. That's cool. But uh, Zoe's still in the bed with us. There's literally no sign of that changing. I can't even, like, for her nap time, like, whenever we're done with this, I'm going to ride around the block to get her to go to sleep. Uh, I can't set her down in her bed by herself anymore. Like She, it's, she feels like the, the lowering. Yeah, so, like, uh, her nap time is my nap time. Like, if she's not asleep on top of me, it's not going to happen. So that's what we do on Sundays and stuff. Like, Sundays after church, like, Marley gets a three-hour nap, so does Chris. Yeah, and... Uh, it's the best nap ever. I used to look at her naps as like, okay, this is my time to like either do chores, watch Netflix, or do stuff that I want to do. But now it's like, no, nope, this is my nap time too. It's like, yeah, it's like, like, well, that's Sarah. Like, Sarah doesn't sleep, you know, because she's home with a baby, but she doesn't sleep. Like, when the baby sleeps. So then at night, she's like, well, I'm like, you need to sleep during the day. You need to take those naps. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Get with it, girl. Uh, like, without me even telling her if I took a nap or not, Kelly can tell when she got home. She was like, oh, you didn't get your nap today. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so manly. <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with naps. I'm a fan of naps. Uh, man, other than that, like, have you heard from Ashley lately? Like, uh, I just get random, like, funny text or, you know, Facebook mm-hmm. messages and stuff. Yeah. But <clears throat> she keeps trying to get me to get up that way so i think we might be planning a trip soon nice, to go nice, nice, nice. to so, go visit uh the, the baltimore dc area very cool sarah's down for that obviously oh sarah's down for whatever that's very cool sarah's down to get away i believe it um that's kind of the thing too it's like every year like even if we don't have the budget to do any kind of trip like we could always take the family gulf shores trip and just tag along and you know sleep in the in-laws oh yeah yeah just, straight up Kelly, you know, she's big pregnant. She's already cranky. And we still got like two months left. So I don't think we're going to do anything. So it's like no traveling, no sex. <laughs> so it's, oh, it's the it's worst long, summer ever. Long, hard summer. So the worst long, hard long, summer. Long, hard summer. Pun intended. That's right. Not a play on words. Oh, dude, yeah, I've been chatting your off. But that's pretty much all I got. So, uh, well, I got a, I got a plug. Yeah, let's uh, get so, my band was nominated for two local awards for nice. the, the local music awards. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to vote for us, you can vote for All But Brave at, they have a Facebook page, it's Neela, Northeast Louisiana. Neela Music Awards, you can go there and find the survey, or you can just type in your browser, Neela Music Awards Survey Monkey. I don't know why it's called Survey Monkey, but yeah. it is. And you can go there and vote for us. We're in the alternative rock and rock categories. And vote for us because if we make it in the finalists, we get to go and drink, and my dad can go and drink their free beer also. Nice. nice you remember last time we went, he he didn't fully understand that it was free. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was like, I need one for my son also. And they give him two. I'm like, he give me one. He goes, no, like, they're free. So every time he went, he had a story, and he's like, I need a round for the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he'd come back with like six beer. I'm like, you can go back. You are. You don't have to lie to him. You just say, "Hey, I need six beer," and they'll give you six beer. Like they're free. He didn't understand. He thought he had to have a backstory. That's so funny. So, yeah, uh, support Chris. Support your Vietnam veterans. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Get them drunk for free. Get this man some beer. So, uh, check that out. And again, the band is All But Brave. Uh, you can check that out on Facebook. So, uh, it's pretty much it.
pretty much it. Gucci's been good. Zoe's been good. So we're going to call out before anything happens. But uh, check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash group slash dudes with daughters. Uh, you can check us out on iTunes. We'll gladly accept any reviews you can throw our way. Other than that, Chris, man, thanks for hanging out. Man, man. thanks for having me. Awesome. We'll catch you next week, guys.